Hello, and welcome to the Moving Stevens Point Forward podcast, a podcast focused on the community of Stevens Point in central Wisconsin. Your host, John Yeager, will discuss the amenities, community events, businesses, and groups that make central Wisconsin unique. Thanks for listening, and be sure to spread the word about our podcast. And now, on to today's show. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. This is John with Point Forward Physical Therapy, and today I have Tiffany Stewart with me again from Anchored Women's Fitness, and we are going to talk about eating and the holidays and all the nightmares and not nightmares that you can have (laughs) through that time. So welcome again, Tiffany, for joining us. So let's talk about the holidays. Is it even possible to be successful with the amount of everything that's around, in your opinion? Absolutely. I think some of it, too, is just measuring what we want to accomplish. Uh, One thing that I've been talking with a lot of my clients about is that when we're on a diet and restricting our calories often, it's also important for us to get back up to that maintenance calorie time frame to let our bodies know that we can flex and work within that. And so when we go into a holiday meal, we can allow ourselves to get up to that maintenance amount of calories. We don't have to constantly restrict ourselves And then that leads to a little bit more, like, freedom when we come to those meals. And freedom doesn't necessarily mean I can do what I want when I want and eat as much as I want. Freedom is part of, like, respecting ourselves, listening to our hunger and fullness cues, making a plan of attack, knowing our triggers, and all that good stuff. So it's a piece of cake. So what do you count as a, like, a fullness cue? Let's dig into that a little bit. For sure. Um, Sometimes when... I know me personally, when I have Sour Patch Kids in front of me, or... We may have had a conversation prior to this about Sour Patch Kids. (laughs) I tend to eat them because they're good, and then I don't want to stop eating them because they satisfy my taste buds. But actually, my body is saying, really, I've had enough. You can stop eating. And so it's just being in tune with our bodies. And that kind of comes to being able to be flexible, too. So if we're always restricting ourselves... Then we, when we do have something that we say are is off limits in our world, using air quotes, then we overeat it because we kind of feel like oh, I shouldn't be eating this, and then you overeat. So when we allow food in our life, we can listen to our body saying, you know what, I'm good, I can stop now. Versus I'm never going to eat this again, so I'm going to eat all of the bag of large sour patch kids. I didn't talk about that earlier today at all. So <laughs> let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about like the common dietary challenges sure. that we see coming into the holidays. Like, the, I mean, I can picture my house, and I mean, having kids is a wonderful thing. But for whatever reason, they like the food that I like. Mm-hmm. Maybe I've never grown up. So, what do you see as the common dietary challenges that sure. are out there? Um, Oftentimes, it's the amount of food that is right before us, right? Like we have, you go to holiday parties, and there seems to be a holiday party every single day of the week through the month of December and half of January. Um, And so it's like, oh, I haven't had this cookie in a really long time. I'm going to eat seven of them. No, you only need one, and then you take another one for later because you definitely need another one later. I mean, that is what the holidays is about. Um, but it's, it's kind of like going, like the amount of food is one of the biggest challenges triggers also. So like I think about some people when they go to family gatherings or even work parties, people tend to trigger us. And when we're triggered and we don't know how to deal with those triggers, food is a source of comfort. Like our mouth is actually a place of comfort for us to feel secure and validated. And so that's why, you know, the potato chips and all of that stuff goes in to make us feel better. So those are typically some of those common challenges that come into play with 
all of the food that is available to us and all of the stress of the holidays and a hustle, hustle and bustle and all that. So do you feel like you should go into the holidays with a plan or even into an event or a, a party or an evening with a plan? 100%. Like for me personally, when I was trying to lose weight years ago, um, I would always go in with the like we, we know what's going to be offered at these parties, especially family gatherings. We know there's going to be stuffing. We know there's going to be tons of sweets. We know there's going to probably be alcohol, all the things. And so what you have to know, first off, when we're just talking about food for the plan, is these are my favorite foods, and I'm not going to not have those. Like, I'm going to save room for a piece of chocolate pecan pie or something like that, right? So then if I'm going to make sure I have room for the pecan pie, then maybe I don't have the mashed potatoes, or maybe I only have a small amount of mashed potatoes. Um, The other rules that I like to put in place is protein first. So when you get your plate, you load it up with protein, and then you fill it in with vegetables and those other things on the side, and then always save room for your favorite thing. There's no reason why we can't. And then listen to your body. So like me, I tend to have my meal on a smaller plate if I can, and then step away, and then I come back for a nice size piece of dessert afterwards. Uh, like I said, just honoring your body. And then the other part of going into it with a plan, if you have people or situations that do stress you out, I know my dad loves to say, or they're used to say all the time, go eat, there's plenty of food, go eat, there's plenty of food, and that pressure to eat more and eat more, right? And so having that plan to say, dad, I'm full. I'm not going to eat anymore, you know? So that's another plan we can have. People trigger us. So I have a plan of what we're going to do, and I'm, I'm not going to allow that pressure to get me. I'm going to stay self-controlled and peaceful. And so those are some of the rules I put in place. Well, and one of the things to really think about is you've got this plate in front of you, and the plate was designed to hold what you, you should eat. <laughs> it was, it, it's easy to refill it, but really, like, if you can stick to one plate, yes. you, that's a big big battle won. Oh, 100%. And then, you know, that that's huge. And that's what I always recommend with our patients. Like, just just stick with one plate. Mm-hmm. If you can fit it on the plate, fabulous. Like, in one layer. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yes. But, but don't, don't go back. No. Like, just, you know you're going to regret it. And, I mean, yeah, one of the other things that I've been quoted saying is, do you want to wear that? I mean, <laughs> really, you're going to go back and put where are you going to put that? Because you're going to wear it at yeah, some point. Somewhere you're going to wear it. And that like that's a great point, too, of like if if you want seconds, typically parties last for a while. Right. Have it for dinner. Like set some aside for dinner. Like if you know that that's you, I definitely want potatoes later, but I'm not going to have them now. Then save it for later. You can eat again. You don't have to eat it all right now. There's so let's go into, I mean, we talked a little bit about portion control, but mm-hmm. let's talk about what it means to, um, like, what, do you really get specific in holiday settings? Like, I'm going to just have this much protein, like you would during any other day, or do you let that slide a little bit more and and just kind of eat more to your desires, if you will? Sure. Um, both. So I still, I still try to, like... Freedom does not mean that we can do whatever we want. We get to, like, we live within, we're most free when we live within a set of rules that respects and honors ourselves. And so I know that in my life, I'm not going to be pleased or because I'm not going to feel comfortable if I overeat, right? So I know that I feel my best mentally and physically when I start with protein and I have vegetables 
and I allow my treats. And so I do open that doorway a little bit more, but not too much because I know when I feel my best, I would rather feel my best than be overly full or overly alcoholed or overly sugared, right? And so I just, I allow all the things, but I still stay within a boundary that keeps me at my best. And that's the hard thing. I think I usually really encourage my patients, like, you know, it's not going to feel good afterwards. Mm -hmm. Why, Why would you... I mean, why would you do that on the front end? It's just mm-hmm. not practical at all. But people do it, and I'm I'm not here as part of the choir necessarily. Yeah. I mean, I've screwed that up too. But oh, me too, many times. Yeah. Um, and but I think it, it's it, because we live in a we live in such a restricted way that when we say, "Oh, I'm not going to be restricted today," then that's when the over-consuming happens, mm-hmm. where if in our daily life, even in a calorie restriction, if your goal is to lose weight, change your body comp, if we still allow foods, there's still room. Like I had a client tell me that she was stressed out and all she wanted was Culver's French fries. So I said to her, have Culver's French fries, but maybe you don't have something else today. Like if that's what you want and like nothing else is going to satisfy that, allow that. She stayed in a calorie restriction. She still hit her protein goal and she felt good and felt satisfied because she got her French fries. Like there's no reason we need to be so perfect in our eating because that's too much pressure. Life is so all over the place. If we put ourselves in a box and we have to be there, shame comes in, guilt comes in. And when that stuff comes in, your body actually isn't digesting any of the food anyway. So. And 90% is still a work, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Get it right 90% of the time, you'll still be successful at what you're after. 100%. Like, isn't it an 80-20 rule? Is that what they say? So, like, 80% of the time, choose well and not 20%. Like, have (laughs) give yourself the 20%. We don't have to live in 100% perfection. Like, that's... So let's talk about exercise. Mm -hmm. Like, one of the things my family will always do is we'll go out for a walk after the, like, big Thanksgiving meal or whatever. Is there any benefit to that? Do you recommend that? 100%. Like, movement is not only key to helping your body process food. So I too, we I go for walks after a big meal. I always um, work out or go for a long walk before I go also just to keep myself, I guess, mentally sound. But then with the stresses of the holidays on top of it, just it's going to help release good endorphins. It's going to help you feel better about yourself. Just work out, even if it's walking. Like so many people think we have to do these big, intense workouts. And if you don't have a big, intense workout, it doesn't matter. Walking is some of the best things we can do for ourselves. It's low intensity. It's a fat-burning heart rate. Like, walking is perfect. <laughs> so let's talk about – we did talk a little bit about this earlier, but let's loop back. Coping with the temptations and cravings mm. during the holiday season because there's so many foods that are just specific to this time of year. You're only going to get so many Christmas cookies and mm-hmm. whatever variety of Christmas cookie. <laughs> How do you recommend people deal with that? Um, we, I think, as – just general, need to be aware of those triggers. Like sometimes we don't know how to handle our triggers because we aren't aware of them until they are past. So kind of being aware, like I love a good sugar cookie, Christmas cookie, like they're my favorite. And before I realized how I could balance myself, I would have like 10 of them and be miserable. Now I know sugar cookies are a trigger. Ten, 10 is too many? Yeah, 10 is too many. <laughs> In one sitting, maybe. Okay, but... <laughs> Spread but, them out for a week, that's but fine. But still, if I was going to have 100 and I only ate 10, that's 90%. That is, right, it is see, 90%. That's right, a win. See, this is sure. justifying, right? <laughs> this is where things fall off the wagon. Okay, yeah. anyway... 
Um, the, the temptations are always going to be there. I mean, that's like it is a fun time of year and we have to we have to do that too. Like one of the big questions we need to ask ourselves is like, how can we honor the holiday season being with friends and family and being around people and honor ourselves at the same time? There's like a duality that ne- needs to exist with us to be able to walk into that. Like, I don't know. I've been around people that when they come for a family dinner, or even a holiday, they'll bring their own food because they have to stick with their diet. Well, that's stress for you and everybody else around you because they're like six cookies deep and you're still eating a salad. Like, you know, so we have to have a duality where we respect ourselves, listening to our hunger and fullness cues, and we can still enjoy our families and our treats and the time that we spend. But I think so many times we just dishonor ourselves by going in and throwing all of our rules away. We need to still honor ourselves and our bodies to make that happen. So do you have any advice for people on how not to like throw the rules away and just Mm -hmm. say, well, I, you know, I screwed up. So what does it matter now? Sure. Um, One, I think that we have to take away the screw up mentality because I I would do that too. Like, well, I'm already four cookies deep. Well, I might as well have 10 more. No, just stop at four. That's okay. That's not a big deal. Your body is made in such a great way that it can actually process the food that you put into it. We just have to move properly. We have to balance ourselves. And so I think that's that's part of it. Um, and I forgot your question. What was the rest of your question? Oh, how, now I'm blanking on it. It was a really good question. Though. It was a great question. I'm go back and cut this part out. <laughs> <laughs> so Sorry about that. No, no, no. It's all good because I had it and then I, I flaked. Um just write this down so I can fix it. Um, okay. So how important do you think it is to have positive attitudes about feeding, mm. uh, feeding, eating, <laughs> feeding, eating, consuming? Yes. It feels like feeding trough when we go to our, you know, holiday dinners, right? There's yeah. food everywhere. Um, uh, yeah. I think that a big part of it too, one of the biggest things that impacted the way I thought about my eating and food and uh, my mindset is to realize that when our body is in a state of fight or flight, which means we're stressed, we're anxious, we're worried about stuff, we our digestive system doesn't work as it should because all of that of those all those hormones actually go to the rest of our body and leave our stomach. So if, if you've ever been working out and you feel your stomach, it's typically cold, but that's because you're you don't need to digest at that time because your body is moving. And so in a state of fight or flight, so oh, I shouldn't have eaten that. Oh, I, why did I eat that? I can't believe there's so much food. I don't know what I'm going to do. All this pressure. That automatically makes us not work properly in the digestive system. So then it stores so that when we become come to that next attack of a bear is what I like to call that fight or flight response, um, we have that fuel to use, right? And so having a good mindset of allowing the foods, like I said, allowing ourselves to like flex a little bit in our diet, um, really helps our digestive system and our whole body use what we eat because it can use what we eat. It's going to use what it needs for energy and it's going to get rid of the rest. We just have to trust that our body is going to do that and stop with the guilt and shame around food in general, not just during the holidays. So let's just talk a little bit too about like self-care, stress mm-hmm. reduction, sleep through the holidays. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you have some thoughts there. Yeah, for sure. Um, stress, exercise, does it, you know, like one thing that's really awesome to think about when it comes to exercise, if you are already stressed, low intensity is the answer. If you feel good, 
give yourself a high intense a high intensity workout because that helps regulate your hormones because if your hormones are already high and then you push it higher with a high intensity workout that's going to could possibly hurt your adrenals. So keep your intensity low if you're already stressed. So that's a good way to take care of yourself during the holidays. I know it's a high stress time. And then um, moving every day, very important. I like to take a magnesium drink at night when I'm having trouble sleeping because that really helps me relax and sleep. Uh, So that's a good way to get extra sleep. But sleep is extremely important no matter what time of year it is. And then just being patient with yourself and with others, kind of putting on that I mean, it's the time of kindness and love and patience anyway. So have that for yourself. Like, give yourself some love. Give yourself some patience. And when you do that, you'll be able to pour that out. And then every temptation that we talked about before with food, like dealing with those temptations and triggers and things, will be easier because you're being easier on you. So let's just hit alcohol Mm. through the holidays and just in general. Mm -hmm. Give me your take on the nutritional aspect of alcohol. Wait, my take or what's supposed to be the case? <laughs> okay, of well, let's go with uh, maybe realistic. I sure. don't know. What no, do you think? That's that's a that's a fair question. I personally have a rule of no more than two glasses of wine or you know two drinks at a at a meal. That's my personal thing. So, um, kind of setting those boundaries based on how you are, but. I like a good glass of wine with my meals and, you know, a fellowship with, you know, friends and family and stuff. Um, so moderation, that's that's my biggest takeaway on that. Like, just know, know, know your limits. Know that alcohol is added calories. So if you want 10 cookies in one sitting, then maybe you don't have a beer or a glass of wine or whatever. And it, it's all about like, okay, this is my favorite, so I'm going to save room. Right. It's that that all that balance. So wine is one of my favorites when I'm sitting with friends and family. So I'm making room for that. But I'm probably not going to make room for mashed potatoes, even though I love mashed potatoes. I like cookies and wine more. So and I think one of the people or one of the things people really overlook when they're drinking alcohol is they're just thinking, well, it's like any other drink. But it's really not Mm -mm. in that, you know, as far as and I don't remember the numbers off the top of my head as far as calories per gram, but. As far as the number of calories per gram of protein, carbohydrate, and fat, alcohol jumps a whole nother level above that as far as having more calories per gram than any of the others. Right. And And your body actually treats it as a poison. Alcohol is a poison. So it has to digest that first. Mm -hmm. So then it's going to not digest the other ingredients that you've put in, the carbs and the fats and the proteins, which we need. And it's going to focus on the alcohol first. So if you have a lot of alcohol, that's going to take away the time it is to digest the rest of it. That's typically why we feel fuller for longer if we've had alcohol with our meal because we're not using that food. We're using alcohol first. Sure. Mm-hmm. All right. So we got that. Mm-hmm. What did we miss? I don't – I think we I think we did covered – I think we did a good job. Just be patient with yourselves and know that freedom is still living within a set of boundaries but not so rigid that you don't live. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. And again, if you're interested in talking to Tiffany about nutrition, fitness – working out mm-hmm. she's got recipes on her website tons of them i looked at a couple of them and moderation 
<laughs> they looked really, really good. They're but. delicious. My favorite thing is to take healthy food and make it taste unhealthy. That's like my go-to. So my kids will eat it and then it feels very satisfying and good, but it's all great nutrients. So And that's on your it's anchoredwomen. Anchoredfemale.com. Anchored female. Yep. Anchoredfemale.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for having me again. Absolutely. Thanks for being on. Today's show is brought to you by Point Forward Physical Therapy. Please share our podcast with your friends. If you'd like to schedule a time to meet with a physical therapist for a free injury screening, call us at 715-254-3978.